Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Freaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you and welcome to the Coffee Club for August. What's today? The 10th. Today's the 10th. Yeah, 2022 on a Wednesday. Our last Coffee Club here in this house for just a little while as we have to go back to Indiana to complete a couple jobs and uh, not so much looking forward. I like to get settled and and stay where I'm at, but we got to do what we got to do, so that's what we're going to do. I guess I'll start out with the panel and saying it's been a pretty good week. Been a, doing a lot of work on the web and a lot of a lot of work um, this past week, and more changes to come. But that's just part of it when you're doing that type of stuff. I think we've got to run some errands today, get Jennifer's hair cut, maybe I guess I might as well get one and go out to lunch and and mail a package and do some of that good kind of stuff that we've got to do. But 
other than that, um, our appliances seem to be working pretty well, so I can't complain there. I'll turn it over to you, Jenny. Well, I hope everybody's having a good week. It's sort of making my packing list to make sure I'm bringing what I need to take and some things aren't coming back. No, I don't know. I feel like I told Bill this morning I woke up thinking I was going to my execution in a few days, but eh, maybe not so much. It'll be nice to see the family for a while. (laughs) Beat for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go ahead there. Yeah. You just, yeah. you just got yourself to a rope devoted the doghouse, Bill. So I did, I did, I did, I did. Go ahead, Jennifer. That's it. I don't have anything else to say after that. After that <laughs> one, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll be off bright and early Saturday morning, and thank goodness Dave's going to take over the country show, but I'll be back on Sunday. All right, let's go to Michael Loff in Evansville. Well, hello, uh, everyone. Uh, right, Owensville. But uh, hello, everyone. Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, playing around with the, uh, which I, I think I already had last week, but forgot to mention it, the uh, iOS Beta 16, which, of course, has all the new voices. I thought I went through all the voices, but there's only one that I settled on, that, of course, being Eloquence Read. So, yes, Eloquence on the iPhone is pretty awesome. I've gotten used to it. And uh, I know some people want their phone to sound different, but I'm happy with it sounding just like my computer. It is still, after 25 years or however long I've been using it, still my favorite computerized voice. Until the, some of the great human-sounding voices they have on Amazon and Google make their way into the computer and are responsive. Uh, but uh, also, doing the sleep machine, I switched from the facial mask to a, what they're called nose pillows. And I'm um, down to 0.6 events an hour, so doing very well with that and starting to finally really feel the effects of having better sleep. So it took me over a year to get there, um, thanks to Medicare and all that goodness. But uh, So other than that, doing really well. Also playing with the um, Remote Incident Manager, also known as RIM. It's software that allows you to remote into someone else's computer. You can help them work on their machine, update software, and uh, do training. You can even flip it if you want, so they can kind of work on yours or look at yours. Uh, so I really like the software, and we can talk about it if you want. It's really, unfortunately, it's not free. I think they will have, you'll be able to use it for 30 minutes at no cost, but it is very powerful. You can hear the audio from the other computer. I like that. So because a lot of times when you want to work on someone's computer, you're probably fixing their Winamp or doing something to get their audio to work right so it's good to be able to hear that and have voice chat so you can talk to them all the while so whether it's training or just let them know and you can also copy files well between machines because usually when you want to work on someone's computer you need to copy some software from yours to theirs so all of that in the package and, and it is free to evaluate now through uh, september 1st so if you need remote access and it's uh, not going to be that expensive, Mike. I mean, relatively so. I think about 25 or $30 a month, and you get two or three computers. Actually, I think they'll have, if you just need one, like if you just need to work between Indianapolis and Florida, I think they got a plan where you can do that for like nine ninety nine a month or something. So, right. So, right, three machines for 25 a month, or you can have unlimited for 99 If you're in it for, as a career and you're assisting people. It's, um, a, but, it's a niche, yeah, and it... 
it will be a good thing. I've got some people that, for whatever, their security will not work with JAWS on tandem or whatever the case may be. I don't know what their problem is, but maybe I can go in and install their JAWS. Yeah, it, I did that for someone. We, I got to play a couple hours, uh, uh, updated JAWS, updated Station Playlist Studio, did a whole bunch of stuff, transferred some music, you know, just to test that. And it doesn't and, matter what screen reader they're using on their end. Right, and, and if they don't have a screen reader, if it's a sighted person's computer, you can actually hear, hear NVDA. Uh, so it would do that from your own computer. It kind of echoes back, I guess. So I haven't played with that part yet. I mean... I did hear their NVDA and their JAWS and even narrator, but I haven't tested that part. Yeah, of we're definitely going to give that one a push, and we'll talk about it when we get to the tech news because we've got some more tech news which may help in that space too. So I'm really looking forward to that. I know it's going to help with the other machine back in Indiana. Oh, definitely. You will have a perfect setup to, to manage that. I, I, there are so many questions I want to ask you, Mike, but let's go on with the probably. I was going to ask you later, so I'll hold off because I, there are, that very interests me very much. Yeah, yeah but the other thing I could say is that you, the, the cool thing is you can set up a keyword. So if I say, all right, just type in loft or something or Jeff FM or whatever, and you just do it. So it's, it's very straightforward. We can you talk can, about it later. If, you can if, do if one for each individual. Makes it nice. It's, it's a great program. It's something we've been looking forward to. For a while now, we just hope they keep it around for a while. So, I guess that's all we can hope for. Let's go to Chris and Dave in Altoona. Well, there's really not much new here. Uh, it looks like we're finally going to get some decent, cooler weather over the weekend, but it's been definitely summer. Well, don't you have National Donna Day tomorrow? Donna's coming tomorrow, and we are going to probably go to Prime Sirloin because that's out close to Holland Brothers, which is a butcher shop we want to go to tomorrow. So, Is that where you're going to get your pulled pork? Yes. For your company coming up? In fact, I called yesterday and ordered it to make sure they have... Sometimes they run out and they have some marinating and it's not quite ready. So they say if you want to be sure they have it and if you need more than a pound or so, it's a good idea to call. So I called yesterday. I called and got all that all that straightened out. Well, then that's good. But you do have a big get-together coming up at the end of the month. That's First coming up really soon. It seems like every year we start talking about it and it seems so far away and then suddenly it's here how many people are coming to your house chris oh nine or ten you know when donna comes over on thursdays you better not call on the phone you better not do anything now for all those hours it's (laughs) national donna day so and if you believe that yeah we got some swamp land to sell you yeah you have but Richie Balance playing on the stereo? Yeah. <laughs> no. But it is Donna Day, so that happens every other Thursday. We we tease him a yeah. little bit. All right, Radio Team. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Your, your turn, Good morning, buddy. everyone. Richie's singing about that big bill that 
how much you owe Donna. Yeah. Now that's a pretty good pun, Tim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. So, What's going on in your life besides air conditioners, Tim? Well, that, that that's something I don't really want to deal with, but I probably have to. Um, we have to get a new air conditioner, and we haven't decided what we're going to do yet. But uh, anyway, so fun, fun deal when... Uh, when the guy turned it on to test it last night, it started shooting sparks. So, <laughs> you know, it's not working right. <laughs> anyway, um, well, otherwise, oh, I uh, apologize to people that were looking for my countdown last week. Um, I had a problem when I did set up for encoders and stuff like that. I accidentally checked the wrong checkbox so um i got that all resolved friday so uh, we're back and let's see what else oh the twins are not doing so well lately um they are tied for first with the guardians that's because they traded with my reds well yeah, I don't know. They actually got some pretty good people on their trades, but maybe they'll work them into the lineup and stuff. Of course, they are playing the Dodgers, and not very many teams do well against the Dodgers. No, they don't. That's why they have the best record, right? Yep. <laughs> so, and uh, anything else? I guess not. That pretty much covers it. Well, we've advertised you all week, so you got to be on tomorrow night. So, Oh, yeah. And we'll be off plenty early because we want to watch the Hall of Fame game there in Iowa, the Reds and the Cubs. So, Oh, yeah. I forgot that was on tomorrow. Yeah, we'll yeah, be there. Be cool. We We will be there. If they build it. And they will Even come. If they will come. That's Thank you, Mr. Costner. Yeah. Thank you, Tim Costner. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jeff, it's your shot. Oh, what am I going to say there? I can't top any of you guys today, but uh, I've been frustrated by the Odyssey app, and Bill and I were talking about this earlier. I use it to listen to WINS, and the other station I like to listen to is 93.1 Jack FM out in Los Angeles, California, and KTWV FM out on the West Coast out in L.A., and they did a major update, must have been last night, and I probably should have turned it off for the app, but I always like to keep update on my apps, but this is the one where I shouldn't have. Uh, what it does now and is you bring up the app, and you see the three tabs on the bottom for music. Uh, there's one for audio, there's one for search, music and audio, and there may be one I'm missing, and, and home. And the home tab is highlighted, but you can't see anything on the screen. And when you try to when you try to click the button for the other tabs, they don't work. And I don't remember. I know there's a way to override VoiceOver by clicking the button and holding the button down for the particular button you want to do in VoiceOver in, in the app. But it doesn't seem to work. Um, not, it's not like Voice View on the Fire TV where you can click that uh, in the menu key twice and it it tells VoiceOver that you're going to be using a regular keyboard command or regular command. So it's very frustrating. Um, However, I was able to get around it by going to my web browser and using Google Chrome or the Brave browser or Firefox on my iPhone and, or Safari and 
I can get around that whole thing. So it's okay, but it's not fun. Well, Whatever, other than that, everything is good. Aren't they the worst app in history? Almost they they were that for a yeah, while. Like, for a like while, Tim will but, tell you, they made a re, they totally redesigned the app, and it was working perfectly. No problems, no nothing. You could do anything you wanted to do on that app that a sighted person could do. But they made a change last night, and boom, it's broken. But they don't play nicely with other people. They don't. I think you can get them with your Lady A skills. But I don't know of any other device. They don't play their stations on iHeart or or any other service. No, do they, they don't. However, you can find uh, if you go to the radio stations section, you can find stations from Cumulus and and and, and other places on that. that you know, kind of like uh, like iHeart does, where other companies they're doing the same thing. So I, I have no idea, but. I, it's it's frustrating because I when I went to look in the app for, for contacting someone over there I, I couldn't find anything so I'll have to go to their corporate site and make a right and see if I can contact someone or maybe I'll put something on their Facebook page they won't like that too much but we'll see well no that's what you need to do all right before we go to the phones and we've got plenty of time today so we're not ditching you but we're going to talk about some breaking well maybe it's not big news but. If I were in a shell, what is it, the shell phone 2 owner, I'd be very pleased this morning. Not only does this phone have Ira coming up on it very soon. First it was the end of July and now it's the end of August, so who knows when it's going to be. But it will be on there at some point. But also... You can now invoke uh, the Lady A skill on the uh, classic shell, too. Now, people ask me, well, what's the significance of that? With the exception of the fact that you can probably listen to all the radio stations you want or do your audible books or do lots of things, maybe not listen to Jeff's um, stations, <laughs> stations but other than that, that's, that's a pretty big step. Now, the only disadvantage I see to the blind shell phone is you have to go through one provider right now. However, and that is T-Mobile, They've also set up an accessibility team at T-Mobile and are working with the Classic Shell so that your experience with T-Mobile and the Classic Shell is a good one. So do we have any users or anybody, and we're talking about the topic for the next few minutes, the Classic Shell. Does anybody know what it is or would give it a second chance the classic shell Tim would you give it a shot I guess he's gone okay you know I would give it a shot Bill if it, if it wasn't for the fact that it uses T-Mobile now I'm not against T-Mobile but they don't have as good a coverage in, in where I am uh, however but it, it certainly you know I always say this about technology technology isn't made for one kind of person it's made for everyone and the blind shell has a niche group of people here who are going to be 
interested in, and I'll tell you why they'll be interested in it. They'll be interested in it for one reason. Not everyone likes the uh, not everyone likes the idea of using a touch screen, and there are people who just can't get the hang of it. And so, there is really there really is a reason to have the Blind Shell Classic Two, and I, be, I they certainly have are developing a niche, and of course now they have a distributor here in the United States, and I think Scott Scott from Scott Arizona Edwards has his hand raised. Can you unmute yourself, Scott? Okay, uh, just a second. Let me turn the TV down. We got the Apple TV coming. Uh, sorry. Okay. All right. It's all the way down now. Uh, what I was curious to know about, and this may this people may find this a very welcome addition to the blind shell is, uh, especially those who have, who aren't the smartphone savvy and, and have no way of setting up their their elect their aid lady a devices on their own if, if it would allow you to to actually if this if this lady a app for the uh, blind shell will actually allow you to set up a an, a lady a speaker you know like one of the echo i would imagine it would because it's an app the way i understand it so i would imagine it would but I think its primary use, of course, is through the phone through the for phone, people yeah. to talk to it. And, you say if it, if it does that, then for the first time, you know, it'll it'll revolutionize those who aren't, you know, for those who who haven't been able to set up set them up on their own. They've always had to have. I'm guessing those who don't have smartphones have had to have someone come in and do it for them, uh, set it up for them on their account. But I'm, I'm, I'm hope I would I would think now that I would hope that it would if that's not if it's not a feature I would hope it be added because that would really revolutionize. But it, it is also going to work with the ARX headsets, you know, for people who use Ira. Oh yeah. And it's also going to have Lookout on it. And I'm going to be app. doing a demo of Lookout. Because it is so good. Uh, Jenny can toss the freezer out there and I can find anything in it within seconds and know what it is. So I think the lookout program is probably worth the price of admission. And what's the other thing? I've never used it, but the WhatsApp they've added to it, too. And I guess there's a lot of people that use that. Yeah, that's a messaging app. That's a messaging right. app. Yeah, I've I've never used that, but to my way of thinking, no, I'm not going to switch to it because I've got my iPhones and Android, <laughs> right? But what if it come out before you got an iPhone? You I might have I might have considered it um, because you know sometimes people just don't want buttons. They don't uh, they don't want. You know, they they don't want the other things to use. So, you know, they don't want buttons. Well, so yeah. a lot of people don't want touch screens. Right. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. So, you know, with the dictation on it and the whatever, and the price of it's $489 last I checked. And, you know, so it's it's... It's a very viable option out there for people because not everybody uh, 
nor should they be made to feel bad about it, want or need to use an iPhone. Exactly. And if you can listen to your sports, your radio, and all of that type of stuff, and they keep updating all of the apps on there, and I can only see that type of phone getting better and better and better. Yeah, the other day, it's that the blind shell is destined to be the the smart, the uh, somewhat smartphone for those not smart, not smartphone. And, and just remember, just because they're just because you're blind, it doesn't mean anything. Because, for example, there are people who are are older and were sighted that that use phones that don't like touch screens, and they there's a, the phone called the jitterbug. Uh, well, yes. and the good thing about it is if you have the capability of IRA on there and right. you need to call a shared ride service. Now, there seems to be having a problem with Uber right now. Uber, but Lyft. Well, you're right. You could call Lyft or IRA would call Lyft for you, track that for you, and make sure when you get there. So that makes it kind of nice. So, uh, but I've never seen that, Scott. But I'm I'm getting more and more impressed with it every single day. And I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't put an Uber or Lyft app on on that little store app they've got there. But all right. Well, that's basically all I have. I'm just telling you, Scott. The lookout is worth the money right there in itself. I don't know how that camera does, but I can. I can guarantee you that's worth the money. Hey, try to, try to okay. stay cool out there in Arizona. I know it's been really, really oh, hot out there. Well, it's yeah. cooled off some because we're in monsoon season, so that, that kind of helps, especially when it rains. We got we got rain the uh, night before last, and we were down to 75 yesterday morning. But right. We got up to about 100 yesterday, I think. Right. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Only. All right. Thank, well, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. All right. Do we have anybody else that wants yes, to do. talk Charles, about Yes, we do. Charles, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes. Um, you have the blind show. Mind, can you hear me okay? Oh, yes, yeah. we do. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm using the um, blind show, and uh, it's um, uh, the new app with the, with the uh, Alexa off. Um, sorry about that. I had a timer set because I had my leg... Um, with my machine here, I have to use to um, squeeze the fluid out of it, and it's done. Sorry about that. But um, I'm learning how to do it. Um, I'll call later on and get some help. I think I've been able to log in, but it, it's kind of confusing. But, you know, I'm going to learn it eventually. Um, one thing I've noticed about the blind shell is with the pictures, um, you know, when you send when you send a picture to the uh, somebody with an iPhone, uh, they can't seem to. Um, you know, it, it takes you to a website, and you're supposed to be able to click onto it. Well, they click onto it, but it doesn't um, describe it um, like it. You know, like it does when you have an iPhone or an Android and send it to the iPhone. Um, but there's, you know, nothing we could do about it. Um, one of my friends, you know, wishes that I would have gotten an, an iPhone, uh, but I'd rather use the blind shell. And I know it's kind of silly, 
If I had more money, I think I would take I would take the dare to do it. But I don't I don't have the money to be doing that right now. So, um, you know, I'm sticking with the blind shell. I'm uh, going in with a positive attitude, knowing that I'm not going to learn everything in one day because Rome wasn't built in a day. And it and the fact is that it takes some people longer to learn stuff. Well, that's why it's taken so, me a long time to learn the note taker. So, right. it, you know, it it just takes a little while, or I'm a little slower, one of the two. But I'm getting you know, it. I'm tr- <laughs> so what are you doing with the blind shell right now that, that you really like doing with it, uh, Charles? Oh, God, there's so much I love doing with it. I like checking the email. Um, I like getting the radios on it. Um, like when I go out... Um, I like listening to the radio stations, like when I'm out in the car or on the bus. Um, I know that's a lot of people aren't, aren't into that, but I am. Um, and we had a little problem this weekend with um, T-Mobile. Um, like when I would leave the house, um, all of my, um, like my email wouldn't work. And the radio uh, wouldn't work, but they, I think they've got the problem solved. Um, I called T-Mobile um, the other day, and I got a tech support, and they, they tried their best. I mean, I'm not going to say they didn't, but they really couldn't help me. So I called the T-Mobile store, and they said, well, they had trouble with the towers. So yesterday, I uh, went out, and it worked fine away from the house. Um, it's just that this technology, it's so, it's not perfect all the time like it's meant to be, like it should be. But there's a lot you can do. You can read a book on there, and pretty soon, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't add the BARD app support. So you can yeah, I, believe, I believe it could be coming. Yeah, that would be kind of nice. Um, yeah. And I'm thankful for the blind shell, and I love it. I mean, it's. You know, I may never be able to use the iPhone, but at least I can do the blind shell. You know, I'm trying to be positive about it. Well, that's the main thing. You're right. I'm thankful for the blind shell. And, you know, I tell them how much I appreciate it. I tell them nobody likes it more than me. Nobody wants it more than me. Nobody needs it more than me. So, you know, that's it's not an iPhone, but it still gets lets me do what I want to do. And I'm and I'm doing the same thing as you guys do, more or less. Are you going to Are you going to use Ira when it comes about? Uh, I may try it, although I use Be My Eyes. Um, I'd like to try to see what Ira's like. Um, I don't know that I would subscribe to it because it's it's you know very expensive, and I don't know if they can do. Any more than would be my eyes can. Well, they can, um, Charles. Okay, they can, Charles. It depends upon what you need to do. If you need to do something with secure stuff, like maybe you need to do something at the bank or get something read or something done, then IRA is a better option for you because they're bonded and it's secure. Where be my eyes, they just drag anybody off the street that wants to read, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's not secure. But you do know that if you're a member of the NFB or ACB, you can get $10 a month off of your 
charges. In other words, if you would, the lowest plan is like $30 a month. You can get it for $20 a month. Not even bad. Right. So that is an option if you ever run into that particular situation. But, you know, everyone's different in what they can use and what they can afford. But at least it's out there for you and it's getting better by the day. Yeah, it is, and I'm and I'm going in with a positive attitude. I mean, um, uh, you know, I'm not a techie, but I'm I'm trying like hell. I really am. That's all I can do. That's all. And by you the way, can Charles, do. if you have computer problems, I come over to your house and charge you fifty bucks an hour. No, I'm just kidding you, Charles. I'm just yeah, kidding. I know. I like the, I like the way you joke. I think it's cute. I love it. You know, yeah. and and I do appreciate the the uh, treatment that I get every time I call on here. So I do appreciate all of that. Well, thank you very much, Charles. Thank you, Charles. And good luck. You're welcome. Thank you all, too, but you, too. And Jeff likes it that Charles thinks he's cute. He actually sends me uh, lots of emails all the time about radio, what, what he likes right. on radio, and, I, and he sends email, email all the time. Well, we're caught uh, up on the hands. We're caught so up on the hands. Mike, do you have anything to say about the um, classic shell, too? Well, I read the manual. I, I assisted someone in trying to... Uh, learn his device, and I was pretty impressed. It's documented pretty well. Of course, nothing's like hands-on. Um, and we also have to say it's not just that some people don't want to use a touch screen. Some people literally cannot. Their hands shake. And as we get older, I'm even noticing it in my own hands that sometimes as I'm holding it over to double tap, my, my literally my hand will shake. So I realize that some people actually physically cannot use a touch screen reliably. So right. it's a good device. It's getting better. I'm glad it's there, and it shows the power because it is Android, so it shows what, you know, if I had a little more coding and creativity skills, what you could take Android and modify it and make it to do. So I'm, I'm all supportive of whatever people need to live their lives and enjoy the modern conveniences. Hey, you know, you were talking earlier about the remote incident manager, and I'm, can you give the website for people who want to, or are interested in, in, in finding more, out, more about that, do you know offhand? Yes, it is getrim.app. So it's get, G-E-T, and then rim is what the acronym for Remote Incident Manager. So it's getrim.app. Uh, that's a new extension. A lot of folks are getting away from the dot-coms and using other things now. So there you can use it. Um, basically, if if you're just a user, you don't plan to remote into anyone else's machine, you can just download it and install it. And, uh, you know, then... Whoever's going to get into your machine, they give you a word to type in, like Jeff or whatever you type it in, and you get connected and you can do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to remote other people's machines, then you have to click on that, and then you have to enter your email address. It emails you a code that you put into the website, and then you have to enter a little bit of data. You don't have to put your address, but I think you have to put like your name, email, or it has your email, phone number and your zip code and it will send a text code to your phone number for two-factor authentication they really have to do this some people are like why do they but i know in working for the company in the past there are people just kick tires and just try to use it for free and keep changing accounts and uh so you know but it's worth it and when you remote into someone else's machine it's just very awesome to be able to help someone 
Uh, you know, if they just need that assistance. So, so if I remote into into a machine, that that machine doesn't have to have the remote incident manager on it. Correct? Yes, you have to have the software, but you don't have to go and the person using it like that. They don't have to go and sign up and get more information. They can just run it and enter the word that the two of you agree on, and off you go. Um, I want to play with that with you sometime, uh, Mike. That's not we can do that, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Like I said, okay, and the website, again, once again, is get www, or get G-E-T-A-P, I'm sorry, get R-I-M.A-P-P, correct? That's correct, get rim.app. Right, you don't have to put in a www. Just get rim and go, and it it's a, it's a good little program. As long as they keep it running and going, and, well, uh, I think they will, because it's for enterprise. I mean, it's just, it, you know, for any reason, it just doesn't take off. But it, there, there's a real need for it. I mean, I just saw there's a, someone just put out a, a thing that says that, uh, uh, well, what's the one, the other one that we've been using? Oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Team Viewer? Team Viewer, right. Uh, oh, yeah. A, a workaround for that. So, and there's also something called RDP, but this, this rim is the best solution. And this is uh, this is made by Luna Luna Solutions, the one the people that made that made uh, System Access, correct? Is that the same company? Well, not Luna, but right. It's a, it's a company. It's Matt Campbell. Uh, uh, Numa, yeah, Numa. Numa Solutions. Okay, I'm sorry, exactly. Numa Solutions. Uh, yeah, Numa Solutions. So, so it it works, and um, because I'm going to use it to control another machine, and that's that's a good thing now if the power goes down and it's then you've got a problem but well i think when you pay for it you can set it up to and i haven't done this but you can you pay for it to have that ongoing service then you could set it up to either automatically run and resume connection yeah so they can always be there ready to go right so if the if power went down on your machine bill at, in, in indiana you're, you're there in florida and it, when you when you reboot the machine or if it's rebooted it would, it would automatically be there so you could play with it use it there yeah, i don't think the software will do it, but you can install something that will force your computer to always come on well i guess if the power truly goes off then that might be it but even they have what's called wake on land so you can probably get that thing set up where as long as there's electricity flowing to it it can boot up into windows and that would be a good thing because that has solved many a problem. Solved many a problem. Do we have any other questions on the uh, question of software? Otherwise, we're going to go to general phone calls, whatever you want to talk about. Well, we, have, we I, just, I just I knew it. I just knew it. I knew right, it. Real Bill, quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Bill and Gail are up, so let Bill, can you go and unmute yourself, please? Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Uh, interesting subject. The blind shell phone, now maybe I'm wrong, does it operate on a 3G? No. Oh, okay, because I know, I heard once somebody said it operated on a 3G because they know they're getting rid of the 3G at the end of the year, I think. No. So that's why I was going to say this phone. And then also on that, on that rim address uh, Mike said it one way and I think Jeff actually said another way is it R-E-M or R-I-M 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 oh okay okay because I thought Mike said the first time R-E-M that's why I want to clarify because that's why I made sure okay but in other words everything's okay here it's about 65 degrees here today we've cooled off from the high 90s last week in humid it was a humid last Sunday 
it was 105 degrees uh, weather, you know, temperature index. I could walk out on the front porch and stand there in five minutes and be sweating like I'd been working on a hard labor job. I mean, it, it was horrible last week around here. Yeah. You know, we had places that got four or five inches of rain in three hours. And you rain. never know. Uh, Bill, you, yeah. you asked me to talk about the radio station you listen to on Saturdays, oh, 1 to yeah, 5 yeah, Central, no, right? I'm proud of it. I'll mention it. On WDCB, that's a public radio station out of DuPage College here in Chicago area, from 1 to 5, that's Central Time, uh, there's a program that's been on all oh, for years. Uh, called Those Were the Days. It's a, a guy started with Chuck Shaden. There's a new guy now, got it called Stephen Darnell. And they play all the old radios. Mm-hmm. But this Saturday, I can't, they can't, couldn't tell me the exact time, but sometime between 1 and 5, they're going to play a Helen Keller interview. Now, you know, she died back in the late 60s, early 70s, right? And so they're going to play a Helen. Now, if you can't hear it on Saturday, if you go into, I know if you go into NostalgiaDigest.com through the week after after Tuesday, you can replay the program that he played Saturday. If you miss it on Saturday, you can always pick it up 24 hours a day. Uh, usually it starts the Tuesday morning after the Saturday it's on. So this Saturday be the 13th, so it would come on They'd have it on again the 16th. They'd, re- they'd replay it for 24 hours a day, same program. But he estimated, I asked him, and he estimated the time probably somewhere around 2 to 3 o'clock central time, but he can't. He couldn't say definite because he didn't have his program guide in front of him. But I looked at the... Uh, program on Nostalgia Digest and I estimated it myself because he lists what shows he's playing on Saturday the 13th and the length of time like 24 minutes, 60 minutes and I looked at those and estimated his gab time in between, I figured somewhere between 2 and 3 or after 3 but I thought maybe people might be interested, I mean it's because uh, they've got a, they put on a magazine um I don't know if they still do it on CDs or not. They used to, and on tape uh, years ago. It's a magazine they put out every three months called Nostalgia Digest. And there's a big article in this magazine about Helen Keller, which I don't get the magazine anymore, but I uh, used to get it, but then I stopped. I just stopped it because I wasn't really reading it that much. But otherwise, I thought people would be interested, you know, because, you know, she she was in um, vaudeville at the end of her life, more or less, for a while there. Or, you know, they said vaudeville, and then she performed. And I think I saw her, I don't remember for sure, but for some reason, I remember her being on, or I saw her on something else on TV back in the late 50s, and it could have been on the old Ed Sullivan show. I don't know what it was on now. I just remember she was on. And she was she could speak, but she was doing um, the hands, you know, the um, hand, hand uh, 
signals well, that they use that she used to converse with her with her partner. And there are recordings of her from the 1930s with Annie Sullivan, who was uh, right. Annie uh, Ann Sullivan Maisie, who uh, was was her teacher, uh, right. demonstrating how she uses uh, how she uses the uh, sign language to to communicate and she could talk. So. There are recordings right. of that if you can find them. They might have on. They might even be available on the Internet Archive, archive.org. You might be able to find them there. I haven't checked. Yeah, them. you might. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's just. But a, I know this going to be. On, I know this going to be on Saturday. So people might want to be interested in it. What station did you say? It's okay. It's uh, you can get it. W D David D early. Yeah, W is William D David C Charlie. Baker.com. They stream it, and you can even get even get on your Lady A. You can say Lady A play WDCB Public Radio, and it'll come up. And also on your Google Dot, it can it's a stream it. I'll tell you, Jeff Jeff would be interested in this, and you guys in radio. Last Saturday, I was listening to the program on a uh, digital radio, and. You know, you know where you, well, you are trans. You know where you pushing the numbers. You push the dial across. It was a digital radio, so I'm listening to this program about oh halfway through the show. Their program, all of a sudden, it went off the air, and I said, "Uh oh, they lost their transmitter or something." So I ran into, ran into the room. I asked Lady A, play play WDCB Public Radio. she come on, and they're on. So I said, okay, that's working there. They're streaming. So I said, let me go check my Google Dot. So I went to Google Dot, right in there. They come on there. So I said, curiosity, it still wasn't on, on over the air. So I've got an old 1950, I don't know, probably a 55, 56 model, big old Zenith AM, FM, three, three, uh, changer, three-speed changer stereo system, and it's one of those big 60-inch long wooden cabinets, a big piece of furniture. So I said, I'm going to try something. So I turned it on, and I went across the dial, and I picked up the station. Now it was not; it wasn't on the digital radio. This is an old tube radio. It was on the Google. Of course, I was streaming. It was on Lady. It was streaming. So I called the station, and the and the guy gave me their engineer. And I talked to the engineer, and the engineer, he couldn't believe it. How they, how I was getting the signal on a tube radio, they have no idea. They were at very, they were, must have been at very, very reduced power at the time, Bill. Yeah, it must have been. It probably was, but I meant because it wouldn't come in on the digital. But, but it was strange. I mean, it was, and the radio was only like, oh, maybe ten feet across from each other. I mean, it, was, it was a strange, and, and it was just clear as a bell on that tube radio. Well, those Zeniths, <laughs> they had amazing radios. I had an old transoceanic, oh, Zenith transoceanic, oh, well, yeah, that was as sensitive but as this, could be. This a, yeah, this this one, I mean, it, it is, I mean, it, it can, if I wanted to, if I turn the bass down and turn the volume up, I can vibrate the walls in the whole house. <laughs> I mean, if I want to. And it's got a great sound. I mean, it is terrific. I mean, it's just, 
but it's an, it's an AM, FM stereo. You know, it's in stereo. It was fun. Just take care of it because you may not be able to find the tubes to, if it needs tubes again, Bill, so be careful with it. Oh, no, you never, I probably never would find them. Well, I've got another one sitting in the garage, an RCA, the same thing. It's one of the big upright ones that stands about four feet high. I got one of them in the garage. It's, it worked the last time I had it out, had it on. Oh, I've got, I've got all kinds of antiques around here, Jeff. <laughs> thank you, Bill. Thank you. We do have some other callers. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Thank you, Bill. All right, Jeff. Who's next? Well, let's see. We've got Gail, and we got Joe Sorensen after Gail. Gail, can you mute yourself, please? And then, Joe, you'll be next. We got Gail muted. I think she might be in the background. Go ahead, Gail. All right, let's do this. Uh, Gail, I'm, you... I'm unmuted. Okay, good. Go ahead. Go. You, you are unmuted. Go ahead. Uh... Uh, everything is going well, except um, I still have this, <laughs> every so often, this ZPT or VPT window. And I don't know, I still don't know what that's all about. I'm going to see if I can find Does out. It say, hold on, I know what it is. Does it say ZPT native transfer? I think yes, that's what it is. Yes, okay. thank uh, you. I know, that, I know, is that is Zoom. That is nothing wrong with your machine, but they put a tool. I don't even know what it does. But it's on my machine all the time since I run Zoom 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you minimize the window, when you see it, hit, uh, hit the Windows key. That's the key to the left of the Alt key, plus right. M. You won't see it again until you use Zoom. Uh, oh. you, you won't see it again until you use Zoom. You will so, not... if someone, so if someone could send me a quick email to does, remind does me of why, 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 send, why send you an email? We've told you. Because my brain goes... Bzz. Well, nope. then your brain won't catch that, unfortunately. Um, I, they can do but it, anyway, of course, if they want to, but... But anyway, everything else is going... I have a doctor appointment this coming Friday yeah. that I'm not looking forward to. And... Um, I heard about that uh, other, um, not Team Viewer, but the other one. I heard about that on ACB Main Street. Uh, you're talking about the remote incident manager. Yeah, the RIM. Yeah. RIM. I heard right. some, there was a, a program, something on ACB Mainstream a few days ago that I was listening to. No, that's a, that's a great thing, that RIM. But don't worry about the Zoom, Gail, because it's not going to change. Oh, boy. Okay, well, thank you, Bill. But yeah, it's other a, than that, everything else is going pretty well. Uh, the computer is working well. Otherwise, everything's going well with Wendy. You know, where she still comes, everything is fine. But she kind of gave me a scare this morning. She, when we went to, when we go to, she says, this doctor is going to tell you to do this, and this doctor is going to tell you to do that. You know, and you could lose your, and 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 you could lose your limbs, and you could do this, and you could. I'm going. I don't need scare like this right now. Yeah, unless you're really having problems with your legs, how would she know? You tell me, and we'll both know. Right. All this scare just this morning. Well, wait yeah. a second. Does she look at your legs when you when in the morning? Maybe she sees that your legs are, are a certain color. Or is she saying anything like that to you? No, she's not really. She. She hasn't, and there haven't really been, and from what she says, there's nothing wrong there, but it was just kind of this, I don't know, 
and you know we we have to you know certain things I have to get a I have a nail clipper around here I'm going to have help with that but you know I've been feeling pretty well pretty you know most of the way I've been feeling pretty good I had a little bit of bruising with but that I think is because of the platelet thing right on one hand well unless her name is Dr. Wendy I wouldn't get too worked up Gail Thank you. Thank you. Know, you know, I wouldn't get too worked up unless her name is Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy. <laughs> well, thank you for... <laughs> Other than that, everything else is fine. I'm working... One more thing, though. I'm working with Social Security. I tried to set up on my Social Security account. Remember me telling you about this bill maybe a while ago? Yeah, yeah. And I talked to someone. They're working from the NFB. Uh, I talked to someone over there who called me back. But they're they're working on the um, the kiosks, of course. But I did mention this that I had to have TeamViewer, my computer people from TeamViewer, TeamViewer had to go in and set up the thing and get my um, award letter for my recertification. I shouldn't have to do that. I should be able to just go get it done, print it off, and be done with it. Well, you can do it by yourself. I don't. Uh, most uh, there are all, uh, many blind people are able to do that by themselves without assistance, Gail. So right, but what Gail's not telling you is, and there's nothing wrong with the way Gail's doing it. Social Security sometimes has a lot of problems with setting up those online accounts because they pull out this stuff that may be relative and maybe not and obscure facts you don't know whatever to make it very difficult and challenging not just for blind people but for everybody right for everyone and it is hard sometimes and especially if you get off on the wrong track or get something wrong by mistake and it's hard to get back to get on that right path to make Social Security work for you so you can print out the letter. I do appreciate your understanding of this, Bill. But I've been there. And I didn't want to belabor the point. I mean, I don't want to take No, no, but I've been there, done that. And then you get banned from the site, and then you can't get back in for X number of days. And you call Social Security, and there's no way to get an agent. I sat on the phone for three hours. And I finally gave up and hung up on them because they, you know, there was no. And I thought three hours is too long. <laughs> That's crazy. I have better results with my chart. <laughs> yeah. Than I do with Social Security. <laughs> but you know, it happens, and they get real bad about that. <laughs> well, thank you for your ear. I mean, I really. I really appreciate all of this. I mean, it's it's wonderful to have all of you. Uh, even if you give me a rough time, I need it today. <laughs> we like to. All right. <laughs> thank you so much. All, all right. right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, Gail. Uh, Joe Sorensen, can you unmute yourself, please? Audio now unmuted. Yes. Good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 68 degrees. And clear, clear skies up to 85. Now, the interesting thing, the forecast... Uh, Miss Lady A over here, she says, sun and thunderstorms. Now, you can't, well, you could have sun shower. Anyway, we are regular listeners to Those Were the Days, 
and on my birthday was all detective shows. But anyway, the correct website address is wdcb.org. So, but we we are regulars, and we, we anticipate as well as the four-hour thing, the interview with with Helen Keller. And the little-known fact that, that she was on a star of Vaudeville at one time, that, that blows the mind. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good morning. Um, and Gail can help you with that. When you see that ZB, um, ZB whatever that thing is, uh, do an insert T, and that, puts you, that takes you out of that. So... Uh, just whenever you see that on the Zoom, do an insert T, as in Tom, and then that'll get you uh, back where you want to be. And we got we, we got this free account from Zoom, and it keeps bugging me about stuff. I no, I don't. I just want I want to stay with my free account. Of course, they they want me to be on their paid account. Not not yet. I have no no need for it yet. And then, oh, I yeah, yeah. They're just trying to make money. Now as, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, as far as the getting the award letter thing, we've discovered you can, if you need to get an award letter, call the, call the line, but you don't need to talk to an agent. You can actually do everything through the automation. Yeah, a lot of, that is one thing, automation does a real cool thing with social security just press the right buttons and we did it twice (laughs) we did it twice and the award letter that we needed came in the mail you don't have to wait hours talking to a vibe (laughs) so hopefully that'll help you out gail but um you know, and it's, it's, it's maybe nothing that Gail's doing wrong. Unfortunately, if Social Security gets one thing wrong in their records and it doesn't match what Gail says, then they'll throw her out and then she gets suspended and it makes it kind of bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's we've kind of run, in, we've kind of run into that a little bit, too. But... I mean, that's a story I'm going to have to write out in the email because it takes too long. So. Yeah, but it, but at least because everybody needs an award letter at some point in time. Oh, yeah, we do. Exactly. Because a lot of things happen like that where, where you get the, you get the, both of them, the one in December and then the one in January, you put things away. And if you don't put any any special marking on it, you're going to lose it. Then later on in the year, you might need it. And then you have to call. You have to try to get it another copy. So That sounds like me. <laughs> well, it's nice to know. I don't know if you guys... I don't know if you guys got an email. I did get an email. Bill, you probably got the same email, email that I got last week. They have done a major redesign of the Social Security site, making it more easy to get the award letters, the, the website that I'm talking about, to do what you had to do. Uh, it's not as cumbersome as it used to be. I haven't played with it, but I know that I got the same letter no, last week. I, no, I will go and check it. I'll go and check it, but when, when the U.S. government tells you something's easy, you better step back. Yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> That's where you have to check it out uh, yourself. Right. 
Right. Well, and if you don't log in for like what six months, you have to kind of start over in the sense that yeah, you can you get can, if you're new. And the code, and, and you know, and they're always doing two fa- two factor authorization. That's becoming very very popular. No matter what you do, I've seen it over and over again. I I, I saw it with Apple. Uh, they do it all the time now, and I think it's very important now because you don't know what robots are trying to get into. Right, because well, right, out of fairness, I mean, they were getting scammed left and right. Accounts were getting stolen, and the, the bank accounts were getting, especially the people that got like paid on a card and they didn't have a bank account all those were being intercepted and uh, they had to do something so by the way is this the new thing now and uh, uh, well uh, thanks very much ellen and joe thank you and yeah no problem I'll, i mean let's do this for i, I was going to ask a question if, if we well, got two hands raised so i'll wait till then we've got bill again but bill you can wait a second and beth can you unmute yourself please there we go i think i'm unmuted you are go ahead but, yeah, good morning, all. Well, I had a wonderful, um, we, we had a, a good time last week. We had our Universal Yums here last Wednesday. We went to India, and that was a lot of fun. And I'm just trying to make sure, I don't know how to turn my phone. Well, I, just, I don't know how to just turn my let phone it go. off. Yeah. I'm, the CBS is calling. I can just hang up on that. There we go. They've been calling me every day about, if I want to get a refill, if I want to get a refill, if I want to get a refill, I've had it with that. And, I mean, normally if they tell me that there's a prescription and I can handle a call like that. <laughs> but, no, we had a good time with our universal yums here. We had our usual first of the month, the first Wednesday of the month, resident council and food council meetings. Those two went really well. The only thing that didn't go well last week was I had a gym dandy of a cold. <laughs> oh, boy. I wasn't a happy camper. <laughs> when I get a cold, I really, really get them. But I'm doing okay otherwise. Well, good. There's been, there's been certain things. I actually, you know, we're talking about the Social Security. I did get a, a scam call. I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was last year on Good Friday of all days. I mean, Good Friday is the day that, well, I mean, I know a lot of people say that's the day that Jesus died on the cross. I don't know the exact date, but but at the same time, he did rise again, thank God. But he, um, I mean, this person called and said that they were calling from Social Security, and they caught me off guard. And they said, if you don't listen to this message... You could get arrested and this and that and the other. And then they said to call back, and I did. I was half asleep at the time, just needed a nap in the afternoon. And I ended up calling this number back, and they, they did say it was Social Security, and I realized it wasn't because Social Security isn't going to call. IRS isn't going to call. I understand all that. But unfortunately, this person told me that I had had a car back in a certain year and I said why would I as a totally blind person have a car and they said you can do something about this and I said no I can't and they said don't lie I said I'm not the one who's lying and then they hung up on me real fast just give you a a, a word of wise Beth social security is never going to call you to tell you you owe them money they're going to send you a letter yeah they're not going to call you initially they're going to send you a letter and you're right Jeff and, uh, and 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 I get those calls all the time, and I don't I don't even answer them. If I don't know the caller ID on the phone, I don't answer it. And if I get 
The other clue is, and Mike, you know this, you pick up the phone and you hear this boop, like noise. And yeah. I can't explain it that way. You know, and if you hear a lot of people in the background, you know it's a big call center and it's all it's going to be a scam. So, right. Just well, if you answer and it takes two or three seconds for them to finally say hello, you know they're in some call center somewhere and, dialing and random numbers on their speakerphone. You know what else is good about this is that, I mean, what's really good is when I called the Social Security office afterward, I mean the actual Social Security, the national office, and told them what I did. I was in tears at the time, too. I said I did a stupid thing, and I told them what happened about that call. And the lady that I talked to said that there was one that even caught her off guard one time. So it's been happening not only to us as Social Security, as clients or customers or whatever. It's happened to some of the, the, the reps at Social Security as well. And I know, I'm, I'm glad that you're assuring me, as I have already I've been assuring myself, they're not going to call me. The actual Social Security is not going to be calling me. IRS is not going to be calling me. I understand all that, too. But really, I am so glad that you assured me of that now, too. I just have to continue to realize it. Right. Yes, Gail, the, um, what I used to tell people when I worked at the Better Business Bureau and I dealt with these types of calls every day, I say the yeah. IRS, the government's not going to call you. That's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they kind of, that little, you know, by saying it that way, it kind of goes. possibly the world's greatest radio station. You're listening to the worldwide legend with a million dollars worth of hits from the we Steve Nover Hey Baby Studio. There we go. Hey, baby, the planner song. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know about that. My, I, I mean, I can believe it, Mike, because I'm sure that there have been other people. I think I even told Gail when this happened. And well, what, unfortunately, what happens is it they target older persons. So as we as a society get older, uh, they will will get more of these types of calls. Yeah, so. be, also be aware of the call from Amazon. I got a call last week from Amazon saying that 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 I had bought a MacBook Air. Well, I, wow. I mean, I want a MacBook Air, maybe, but I, did, I certainly did not uh, yeah. buy it, and just, I just ignored it. I, I, I actually sent the bill to Bill Sparks. I figured he could pay for my act. <laughs> That's why I got that email. Huh? You're such you a wonderful friend. <laughs> yeah. We've been getting emails from Home Depot, and they mailed our drill to us. Goodness. Yeah. I have been getting something every single day, at least four or five times a day, saying delivered, some a package delivered or undeliverable, and I'm moving all of those to spam as the spam folder as quick as I can. I just delete them. I don't move them anywhere. They, they're gone. I, 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 do, I do a delete, and they're no longer available. So, so. Yeah, and this is just something that I, I guess it's a, it's a cultural thing, right? For older persons, they feel you, it's, it's rude to just hang up on someone. But remember, these <clears> folks that are calling you, like I did, in, in some cases, are actual criminals. Or they're in other countries where it's the only source of employment, and they're 18, 20 years old. They may not even realize what they're getting into, at least initially. Yeah. Uh, so it's once you realize it's any of those things happen, just hang up. There's, there's no need to speak with them, to get upset about it. Just... Just hang up the phone. And I, I know, to me, the greatest feature ever on this iPhone is... It's Coffee Club Time! Whoa! Uh-oh. Why is it doing that? <laughs> I've got a Braille display that's malfunctioning. Oh, so, no. But we got it fixed now. 
<laughs> I have yeah. that uh, quart of coffee there. I think now we should all be wide awake. But I thought I was the only one that drank that much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind having some of that if I can have my my Hershey caramel creamer with it. It's so good. <laughs> oh no, no, just black coffee, no cream of sugar in it. That's oh all. no, no, I won't. I won't force anyone else to have what I like to have. But I know that with me, it tastes so good with that. Either that or with Irish cream coffee creamer <laughs> so yeah. Beth, don't worry about it Bailey's, again, yeah again you will be fine and and again always be aware and, and it's very hard sometimes they do get you could be, could be could be getting the call and you may have been dozing and someone will ask you a question and you have to think just pause before they before you answer the question there's nothing wrong with that and think about what they've asked you and then realize that it probably is a scam as mike has just said right uh, you know, they don't want the banks, but that best feature on, of course, I realize once in a while you have to turn it off, but on that iPhone where you can block any person that's not in your contact list, and that just stops so many. But, oh, occasionally someone can still get through that little maze, or sometimes you have to turn it off because you're going to get a call from a hospital and you don't know what number or something they're going to use to call What's you. What's really bugging me, though, is that it's also these a bunch of these people are getting past the normal robo now, and I'm getting a little tired of them finding all these loopholes. As long as there are uh, there is software to get around it, and, and as long as there are people who can create that software, you're going to have this problem. It's not ever. It's never going to totally go away. I've gotten some some scam text messages, but I ignore them. I mean, because the only people I expect to get text messages are from are from the sister. You know who I'm talking about, Bill. The sister. Right. My my daughter, my oldest daughter, and my youngest daughter, uh, my my ex-wife Kristen. And, and your radio peeps. And my radio peeps. That's it. That's yes. And your ex-wife again. But okay. Yeah. And you know, I got a I got a text message one time, and it showed that it was from IRS. It showed that it was two in the morning, and I said, "Well, first of all, IRS is not going to text me. Second, I mean, I was I wasn't texting them back when I said this, but I I just said second, I was I, I IRS wouldn't do it at two in the morning if they did text me." And I was playing Sherlock Holmes, I think, at the time, just knowing that, hey, there, there's a lot of logic to this. I know that this isn't going to happen. And, if, and if, even if it did, it wouldn't happen at 2 or 2.30 or 3 in the morning. They're not going to text you at all. The no, government they're does not. not. does not right. send text messages out. I know. Well, my, my email notification is saying hello. <laughs> oh. oh, I... I thought sunshine come to life. Okay. <laughs> right. Sorry about it being so loud. I don't know how to turn it. I thought it was Princess's ghost. My, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Beth. Okay. You all have a nice day. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see who's next. Bill, I see uh, the, the, the one from Chicago, Illinois. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, please, Bill. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, talking about Social Security. Too bad I didn't know Bill was working with Social Security back in the in the in the uh, late nineties. Oh yeah, he was still. And and Jerry, I'm sorry, I did say com instead of org on that station. I realized after I said it. Anyways, uh, back in '96, I got a letter from the IRS and Social Security that I didn't claim my wife's Social Security. Uh, claim that she was receiving Social Security. And I said, no, way. well, I got on with the IRS, I got with the Social Security, and I still 
I don't gain more mail. I got it finally straightened out after a year because they also said I had a $10,000 railroad pension, which was a fraud. But I got that all straightened out. But to this day, I still get letters and stuff. And if you go on the websites and look up my wife's name, she is married or related to a family in Evansville. And I've tried to get that thing corrected because... And sometime in 95 or 96, some woman was working with the Social Security office in Indianapolis with the same last name. And she stole Claudette's Social Security number and claimed Social Security on it. Well, they, it, come, it bounced back to me that I was the one receiving the income. And I fought with them for almost three years. And I was looking at a site the other day. And... I come up and I said, oh, I just plugged in my name, what I was looking at. And sure enough, it come up with Claudette's name. And under that, it listed this whole family to this other name in, in Evansville. And they gave a phone number. I've had a notion to call and see what what's going on with them because it's still out there. I don't, want to, I don't want to mention the family last name because somebody may know them, but it's been a headache for me since 1996. It gets in a computer, it's hard to get rid of it. There have been people oh, who have had their birth certificates right, right. messed up. My father went to get his birth certificate. They were getting ready to go to Niagara Falls and go up into the Canada part, and they had to right. get a passport, and right. they argued with him about his date of birth, and he had a hard time getting them to fix it. They said, oh, well, his mother didn't have any idea when he was born. And just, I worked know, there, and they had mine messed up. So it can happen. Right. You know, oh, it's yeah, funny. If you live in New York State and you want to get your birth certificate, um, and I believe they, you actually don't go through New York State. You have to go through a company called Vital Check, which is the subcontractor to get your birth certificate. So be aware that things are changing very rapidly in these in this area. Oh yeah, I know, I know, but it's because it's a pain. I mean, I still, I got it. In fact, a couple weeks ago, I got a letter from uh, Social Security, and it was my address, but it had Claudette's other name on it. And I sent it back, and I said, I, I fired it back, special delivery, and I said, she passed away in 2017. That's not even her name. She was never, she never used that name, you know. So that, so I don't know. It's, just, it's, a, it's a hassle. It is tough, and there's been fears that now with the, uh, you know, the immigrants and stuff, the people are going online and stealing all these Social Security numbers and, you know, especially oh, yeah, seizing right. up people trying to collect benefits on them by just using that so they can get in and, and, cool. and work in the U.S. And There was something on the news in Indianapolis a few years ago about them using about, no, I don't think it was true. But I guess they verified it. But they said the IRS had, like, old um, numbers, Social Security numbers and different numbers that they were giving to immigrants to, so they could file taxes and stuff like that. Who knows? I know it was very strict when, when I worked there even. When I left, you could not. It used to be you could keep a record, but you couldn't even keep the record on your computer. I mean, 
and they could track it if you were looking up a family or friend there would somebody come over and tap you on the shoulder and you might have to take a walk I will so, tell you that uh, I got a message from JR in a text message and he said something that was very true Mike uh, he said to me he said in my text in the text message that he said there's a uh, robocalls don't discriminate uh, don't discriminate they they hit everyone not just old people but everyone gets hit by them well right. that is true my point i didn't mean to imply that young folks are immune from it. what i meant is though as you get older the the, the social security scams uh, in particular and the medicare fraud and those types of things go for older people are targeted because sometimes uh, you know, mental capabilities start to deteriorate, memory, things of that sort, or they're just more trusting from an older generation. So, yeah, anyone can be targeted, but it does increase uh, with age. Oh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. But uh... I, I had an insurance, car, an insurance company call me one time about my renewing my car insurance. And I was, I was in a mood that day, and I just played with the guy a little bit, and he said, well, what's the model of the car? And I said, well, I said, it's about, it's about maybe a half inch around or maybe an inch around. It's about four and a half feet long. It's white with a red tip. And he was from, the, he was from India or somewhere in another country. And he says, a what? And I said, I, I, I told you what kind, of car, what kind of car it was. I said, and it runs on, uh, it runs on manpower. Said, what do you mean manpower? It's a white cane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you know, with a white cane, but I gave him a go around and around and around. And, and I used to get uh, calls because my phone number used to correspond with a rug cleaning place here in Chicago years ago. It was called Bouchel. And if you take my phone number and you spell it out, it says Hudson 3. Well, they used to advertise... And they would say, call Hudson 3 to 700. Well, people would dial H-U-D-S-O-N. And as soon as they got to the 3, it would ring my phone. And I got so sick of it, and I kept calling them to change their ad. Quit saying Hudson 3. It rings my home phone. And so finally, I got the idea. I just started scheduling carpet cleaning and carpet repair. The job never got done. I scheduled. I just finally scheduled an appointment for such and such a day, and... I don't know if Bouchelle finally, I don't think got a lot of irate calls or what, but I, I finally, and they're out of business now, so I kind of eliminated them. But they, they even printed my phone number in, their, in, the, under, in the yellow pages uh, under their listing. So, I mean, I really, I really had to get on them then. So. But when I started scheduling appointments and, and the people didn't show up to do the work, I think people finally got tired of it. You may have put the company out of but business, yeah, Bill. Pardon? You may have put the company out of business. Yeah, I may have. I don't know. I don't know because I because I schedule. Oh, I probably oh I'd, I'd sometimes schedule ten fifteen uh, appointments a day. People would be calling them. Now, now, see, and Bill, you, you you could have been a real scammer and asked for credit card numbers and. Uh, well, yeah, I could have too, right? But I didn't do that, right? <laughs> yeah, I could have done that. Oh, and by but the no, way, I, uh, talking about credit cards, be really, really aware. I'm uh, about credit cards. I. Thank God that my both credit cards I have, Capital One and Discover, and uh, and also uh, Apple Pay, the the Apple credit card. Be aware that uh, if if they don't provide you notifications on your purchases, to just get rid of the credit card. Um, I happen to be uh, 
I don't know. I don't sleep well. I'm a light sleeper to begin with, Mike. I, I, maybe I'm probably a candidate for the sleep apnea machines that you have. But yeah, it's about quarter to one in the morning, and I hear a notification coming up on my phone saying that uh, uh, Capital One has approved the transaction for $40 at Walmart. Well, I don't go to Walmart. I never shop at Walmart. And I, don't, I, I have the Walmart app on my iPhone, but I never use it for anything. So, um, so I contacted Capital One immediately, and I said, this is fraudulent. And they were really good about it. And they said, well, it wasn't at the Walmart store. It was someone using Walmart online. But how they got my credit card, I really don't know, since I never go to Walmart. And I use a password manager for my online passwords, so I don't know what happened there. So needless to say... They took it off the card. It was only forty dollars, which it could have been four thousand dollars for all we know. You know, and I was. But they're going to be issuing me a new credit card. But meanwhile, I know what the last four digits of the credit card is are, because I'm I'm coming up to owe my credit card for what I had, which was only like a hundred dollars on the card. So then they certainly aren't going to prevent me from paying the money on the card. That's legitimate. But just be aware that if you guys really, if you don't look at your credit card statements carefully every month. You could be scammed, and you may never even know it. Because most good ones, yeah, we'll give it to you. you know, one, one thing I do every about every other day, I call a credit card company, their eight hundred number, and verify my my transactions balance. I mean, I know right away if there's if what's what's on there and what I've done. If you call, like, I've got fees on Master. And I can call that 800 number, and I can plug in the, the credit card number, the last four digits, and it'll tell me my balance, my last payment was made, what I still owe, and and then I can ask for transactions, and they'll repeat any transactions I've done. I can go back and check the transactions in the past three months. So I do that about every other day. I just It's just a habit. Even my bank statement, I check it on the 800 number about every every other day to make sure nothing went wrong on it because I did find a mistake on my bank statement I called my bank and there was a, a charge against my uh, checking account and I called and asked them what it was because they didn't recognize the amount and they told me and I said uh uh-uh. uh I didn't I didn't do that and I said they said well it was used with a, with your debit card I said nope it was it was in California I said I've never been to California so they they credited back, but no. If you if you got those eight hundred numbers, it, it does good to just call them up, check them out. Once you know a week another another thing you have to do these days if you have children that are minors or grandchildren, you have to watch because people will get their names and get their social security numbers because obviously since they haven't done transactions, they really don't have a bad credit rating, and and they will get used so people can get utilities turned on and and things. So. Oh, hey, the, yeah, other, right. the other thing I like to tell people to do, and I'll, if, even if you don't want to pay for credit monitoring, which you don't have to, because you can get my free credit report, you can get your credit report from the twice a year, I believe it is, and, uh, right. I, and, and the other company that you can use, and I'm not saying it's perfect, but it does work, and I use it a lot, it's called Credit Karma, and they have an iPhone app, they have an app for the Android, and they have a website, creditkarma.com. And that's all one word. And look at your credit report. Look at what the, what the credit cup bureaus are, are receiving, what kind of information they're receiving from you. Did you ever talk about that, Mike, with the Better Business Bureau when you were talking to people, doing any of that? Uh, because that's Yeah, we, we certainly important. talked about how to write the uh, annualcreditreport.com, and you could get 
I think you get one a year. So what they sometimes will tell people to do is spread out the three different credit bureaus and do them throughout the year. But almost all credit reports have mistakes on them. So and that could really cost you. There was you just heard a story probably about Equifax that they had errors, computer errors, and people's credit scores were they were getting twenty five points wrong, and it was costing them loans, or they were paying higher interest rates. I don't know how they're going to sort all that out. That people got loans but paid higher interest because it so their credit was worse than it really was. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a hot mess. But we talked about all that stuff, and um, you know, I, I don't miss it. I after a while, it got kind of stressful doing that work, talking to people every day that had been scammed. And I, I remember the ones that would really really go to the core. What was breaking my heart would be sometimes that grandparents would get scammed by their own grandchildren, and the police would say, "Well, you've got two choices: you either file charges or you pay the bill." So they uh, paid the bill. A lot of times they did. Or they really cried about it. I mean, they yeah. So that was uh, well. The other scam is when the grandparent when the grandparent has their bank accounts rifled by their relative by their grandchild without even knowing initially, and it happens, and they're out of luck. I've seen parent. I've seen children rifle their parents' accounts at Social Security office. Um, I have seen represent allegedly. Representative payees supposed to take care of money for children, rip them off and just do it unmercifully. And brothers and sisters, it's it's a wonder they didn't jade your mind. You've seen a lot of that stuff. In my way, you're better off sometimes with a maybe a good friend or a. A stranger, because a lot of family will do a number on you. That is the word. That's the correct word, jaded. I I became jaded. Um, Yeah, I think you do. And have seen what we've seen over the years that will just tear you apart. They They will steal, 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 and just take advantage of. And what does that say about that person? Maybe the old show Racket Squad. One person can slap you on the back with one hand and pick your pocket with the other. I mean, it's it's a true motto. I mean, it's a, you really have to be careful. And relatives, I mean, blood's thicker than water. But, you know, it really can be... Mike, you've seen it all at the BBB, and you've seen what happens when relatives get involved in, the, in this whole thing. And it's a mess. It's a mess that it's almost impossible to straighten out sometimes. Yeah, I've seen people clear out their whole saves. Yeah, I just man, I've seen, I've seen, I, I can remember uh, a woman coming in and saying, "If you don't get my husband to stop sending all our money to sweepstakes, I'm gonna have to leave him because we really don't have any money left." And just yeah, real heartbreaking. Or people getting scammed out of their homes. Or oh, yeah. the other thing, deed signed over. Uh, yeah, it's. And and the other thing is that they talk about it on the radio now, but it, but it, and it may be true. Is is this thing called title theft? That theft, and I, that that's a big one. That's that's really big these days, and that's tough to that's tough to prove. I could I, I could go to Bill's to the to, to get the title for his house and, and change the title to his house to my name or to someone else's name or or buy or buy. You know, it's it's, it's amazing what you can do out there. It's, uh, 
and you can never keep up with it. Like I, I guarantee you, that as quickly as I build a solution for these problems, someone else has come up with software or a way to get around that solution. It's always going to be a problem with our society. It's always going to be that way. Well, every That's decade what? has a scam. That's why it makes it so hard for people that are doing the right thing and just trying to do something. you got to go through so many hoops just to do a simple thing anymore. That's why I get you to pay my utility bills, Jennifer. That's well, and, and you're right. When I first started the Better Business Bureau, identity theft was relatively new, and people would spend years trying to clean that up. At least now there's some better mechanisms in place. It's still annoying, but back then you had nothing to work with, and you had to do affidavits with all the companies, basically like a legal statement saying that you didn't create that debt, that someone else did it, and... You know, so people get arrested for things being done in their name, uh, traffic tickets, all kinds of things. And it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it, you know, it kind of just thinking about this stuff, is, I realized why I had to kind of get out of that sector. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it's depressing. It'd make you not trust anybody to do anything. No. By the way, I just did a quick test while you guys were talking. I went to the SSA website. After one or two clicks, I finally got it to where I could log in. And wouldn't you know, they've got a mistake on my date of birth. Already, um, I went, I typed in my date of birth, and I will say their form is 100% accessible. That part is. But it won't let it go through because it said my date of birth is incorrect. Well, I'm looking at my birth certificate and my state ID and birth certificate match up just fine. So that means a trip to the Social Security office to try to get it straightened out because the computer records are not matching up. And what do they call that list you accidentally get on that basically well, they believe you're dead, you're deceased, and they say it's pretty hard to get off it. So you don't oh. get benefits and you have to prove that you are actually alive and not Man, dead. I've seen that happen to people when they expect their check and you have to tell them, I'm sorry, but your records show that you're deceased. Yeah, that, that's a double-edged sword because what happens is, is if, if, that gets on, if you get on a list like that, um, for example, uh, I get a pension from New York State. I get Social Security. I'm not. No, I'm not talking about SSI or SSDI. And if someone were to say that I was dead, uh, New York State would be notified by Social Security as well. I, I could lose out. I could have to fight with two people. Social Security is one, and New York State for my pension. That that's a real mess. I would never want to get involved with that, Mike. Well, unfortunately, my pension is good because they've got all the right information, and they're with the federal government. But it just doesn't. What happens is with the federal government, state government, or anybody, sometimes the right hand doesn't tell what the left hand's doing, and they don't coordinate their information. Well, do we have anyone else? I know we've heard from Bill, and we've got anyone else listening who'd like to uh, check in and raise their hand or, or call in? Six, uh, what's right, over here? Golden, you want to ask Chris or Dave a question about cooking? Maybe you've got a maintenance question. I know Tim's getting a bid on an air conditioner today. Dave um, is still working on his Zoom. Um, so he cannot hear you. I, okay. would have, I would need to hand him the phone if you want to ask him a question. Oh, no, that's okay. Chris, let me ask you a question. 
you, I know you're gonna have shrimp. To, you're gonna have lunch. You're gonna go out and have shrimp or, or, or whatever. Um, are there any? No, any, we're any, making it here at home. Are oh, you making it here? Are there any products that you've seen lately on QB? I now I've been following QVC and I don't watch it every day, but it looks like they're in a lull period or something like that. Maybe because of parts issues or getting product. But is there anything new that you've seen that recently that 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 fancies your eye on QVC lately? Not really. The only thing, the only thing I've seen <clears throat> is one of those can openers that separate the can from the lid, and I have some of those. But this happens to be one that works with a ratchet, so you don't have to use that twisting motion with your wrist, which that's kind of nice. Did you buy one yet, or have you thought about it? Still? I did. I just got it in yesterday because that twisting can sometimes be. Is that the paper chef or different? No, it's um, Kun Rikon. Kun Rikon. That's another company, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. After you open five or six cans, it can also be very tiring. How many things come in cans that you really have to open anymore? It looks like every every can I see has a pull top these days. I don't like the pull tops because they leave sharp edges. Okay. And they're hard to clean out because stuff gets stuck underneath those edges. Well, unfortunately, unless you're shopping at the store or your shopping agent follows your instructions and doesn't bring you anything with pull tops, and they do, how do you get around that? I use the can opener. You can use the can opener on almost all pull tops. They'll open just like a regular can. Use tops break. It's hard to can opener because they're they're cut different. All right. Well, I, I will tell you, it, I, I've never seen this happen before. I ordered when I went to shopping with Instacart to my local supermarket, and I like to buy my cheeses and my cold cuts from the deli itself. Not I don't like the prepackaged stuff. And I and my Instacart shopper said to me. I wanted to buy American cheese. I wanted to buy a, a, a. I always buy a pound of American cheese, and I break it up and I put it into Ziploc bags. And I, and she goes, the deli's out of American cheese. They only have a quarter of a pound left. I never heard of such a thing in the supermarket. I've never seen a supermarket run out of American cheese. Or I just this is the first time. I, I, I was. I will tell you, I was shocked. That's just crazy. On the prices on things are changing. Bill was looking in the store the other day on Instacart, and the Nutter Butter Cookies, one package, was $9. $9 for a package. Yeah. Well, they are starting to come down a little bit. Um, once the gas prices and the gas prices are coming down, I think you'll see some, some, some prices come down. I'm not saying they're going to come down immediately, but I think you'll see them lowered. We have two hands raised. Uh, Joe, can you unmute yourself? And then, Don, you'll be next after that. Actually, he he unmuted for me. I have a question. Oh, you sound much better than Joe anyway. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway, um, Chris, maybe you can help me out here. Um, Last night, I had, I was changing the light bulb. We have a a lamp there in the bedroom. and And, of course, the bulb went out, so I took out the old one. But for some reason, when I went to go put the new one in it got stuck and i tried we both tried we to get it tried to and stuck it it's still stuck i haven't checked it tried it this morning but i'm thinking if you have any ideas on 
but to try to get it unstuck so I could try to put it in the correct way, that would help. <laughs> well, don't know about that one. Um, did you, I'm sure you tried twisting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the same way to get it out, you know, right. as if you were taking it out. Right. But now, yeah. when I did that, it won't move. <laughs> it, it wouldn't even do the twist. We couldn't get shovel checkers. No. <laughs> well, do you have a maintenance? To, do you rent or own? We rent. I, I, I can get one of the maintenance guys to come out. But I just yeah, it sounds like it might have gotten cross-threaded. Yeah. It's actually yeah. it's actually a lamp that that we own. It, it it doesn't it doesn't belong to this unit, so we just have to get one of them. They still might help you out because yeah, that's something I think little. I one yeah, they they might especially if they're coming for something else. That's true. That's that's actually one way to do it. Yeah, we do have a work order out for something else, so um, that's okay. I just thought I find and see if you had any bright ideas yeah. and don't try to force it out because you don't want to break the bulb you don't want to break the glass of the light bulb in your hand oh, you that to happen. oh absolutely oh, right yeah. but yeah i think you're right chris i think she has cross-threaded it somehow and I, that can be a little difficult to get out and it's tricky but it can be done it'll take them a few seconds and they'll have it out and... yeah yeah i would interesting i was able to get the old one out but now it's now the new one's stuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, hopefully they can get it out without breaking the end off of it or that's messing up. The- <laughs> that's oh, what I was afraid of doing. That's why I, 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 so finally I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> did you ever? Did, did you ever put? I got a ring. Did, did you ever, when you're tired and take a bath or whatever, put put the ring on the wrong finger and you couldn't. <laughs> It would take an hour or so to uh, get it Now, wait a second. If you put the ring on the wrong finger and Ellen sees that, she's going to say, what other female have you been going out with, Joe? No, (laughs) I didn't do that. I just just helped him, you know. I got mine stuck on my finger once because my finger swelled. And I had to to get, like, liquid soap and and Uh, try to get it up underneath. Yeah. What I did with that, Jen, is I I just worked it through. Then, once I got it off, and you can actually fix the swelling part of it by using your finger and just wiping that off of it. The sweat I, I could see if it ever happened again. So, soap and water would actually be a good a good solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had someone. I actually got a ring stuck on my on my finger, and it had to be cut off with a saw. With one oh. of those. Uh, oh, I had things. that happen. My mom had, my mom had given me a ring years ago, back when I was a kid, and then uh, over the years it just swelled and, and I actually had to have it cut off. It was sad. It was a great, it was a nice ring, but yeah, I know how that feels. That hurts. All right, guys, thank you. We do have one more of a person sure. who's got their hand up as well. Sure Don, can you unmute yourself, Don? I'm out in the wilds of uh, Hollywood, California. North Hollywood, to be North precise. Hollywood, that is. Yeah. Yeah, North Hollywood, uh, California. North Ridge, California, on the other end of it. Yeah, I think Sandy's still got uh, my engagement ring there. I saw it the other day. Oh, yeah, I got your engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. 
Yes, indeed. Well, it's never coming off my hand. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, just wanted to report that uh, the uh, the hernia operation went okay, and I'm still having a twinge now and then, but at least I'm getting around without a cane. Anyways. And how long were you in the hospital for that thing? Oh, just the afternoon. Uh, I got in trouble with the local access about that because the the operation ran a little late. Uh, the, the doctor was running late anyways. And so I'm going to have to call him and tell him, hey, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I got a no-show on that. Oh, my uh, God, you got a I hate those things. So did you get... So how did you get home? Oh, I had my cousin. Uh, uh, he lives over in uh, Sepulveda. I had, had him come over and get me. Uh, so... Well, he was suffering that night. Oh, yes, I was. I was not a happy camper. That's for no, sure. He just went to bed. He had a fever <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I sure did. You, the, the time before when I had an operation like that, they gave me a painkiller that perked me right up, and I was okay the rest of the day. But not this time. Uh, uh, for some reason, the uh, the company that I'm with, they farmed it out to this other hospital over in Northridge, near where Sandy is, and uh, they were they were okay, but uh, they they're not as good as the original people. Oh, and if uh, you're ever the last surgery they do in the day, that makes a difference too. I found that out the hard way. You know? That's what we what I was, I think. Yeah, pretty much. You know what's funny here, Don? We have a different situation in Albany, New York, or in or in the Albany, Troy, Albany, Rensselaer County. We have this thing called Star, which is the same thing as your access. And if if uh, if if you're going to be late, they don't give you a hard time about it. You call them up and say, "I've had a medical delay," and and they will try to, and they will get another vehicle out to you because they realize that the, you know, God forbid you're late for your doctor's appointment, but but God forbid they're late getting doing things for you and, and trying to get you out on time. So. Uh, at least yeah. here, we don't we don't seem to have that problem. They've really worked, and they've worked with the advocacy groups here in the Albany area to try to make their access transportation as good as possible. There'll always be people who will complain about everything, but here, at least, it, it is fairly good. I, I really can't complain too much. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, Maybe you guys want to move to Albany, New York, uh, Don and Sandy. Maybe you guys want to... <laughs> I've thought of that a few times, believe me. Uh and then uh, last Monday, Sandy uh, went over. She's been trying to get a a thing for her hand. She's had a okay. hand that's uh, curled up on her since she's been kind of, you know, halfway bedridden and stuff like that. Uh, I have a, what they call a, a frozen, well, a, um, a frozen or stiff left hand, and I have to have a brace, wear a brace. Yeah, so she finally got that uh, on Monday, and uh, so and it's been a while, you know, since we ordered that. And uh, uh, fortunately, the lady we talked to there, she uh, she got on the job and got it got it yeah. for her last week. There's uh, a place uh, down the street, fortunately from Sandy. It's called uh, Vogue Prosthetics or whatever. Uh, it's not like she, you know, she doesn't need a new hand or anything like that. But anyway, they got her a a. Uh, I think for her hand, hopefully it'll make it a little better. Uh, she plays saxophone, or used to, and so hopefully we're, we'll get her so she can play. I want to play again. Do they, they have you, Sandy? Sandy? Are they giving you therapy at all for the hand? Yeah. Or, or PT? 
No, just the, they just gave me the brace to wear. Now, Sandy, yeah, so do they do, do they let Sorry, you Sandra. get up? Do they let you get up and walk or do anything at all to move around? No, no, they won't let me. No, this uh, bozo that's uh, supposed to be helping her with that isn't. So yeah. you're pretty well confined to where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I have a wheelchair. Yeah. He won't sit me up in it. Yeah, so we got the wheels. <laughs> I got, got the wheelchair, but... <laughs> but no transportation. Yeah, uh, so if you wanted to go visit Don, you really couldn't too easily. No, not very easily. We could get her uh, her brother and uh, her friend to, to take me over, or to take her over here. But uh, they really don't uh, want you to do that where she's living. Uh, apparently, there's some licensing problems with that. Uh, but we uh, we had her brother and uh, his brother's friend. Uh, I call it the Team Titanic. We had the whole group <laughs> on there Titanic s- Saturday, including the dog, Bella the dog, which we, we mentioned that on Saturday, I think, last week. <laughs> uh, she was there with us, and uh, so we went over to this Vogue place, and it's, uh, it's a nice place uh, once you get into it. But getting through the parking lot, it's a very small parking lot there, and we had a real rough time. Uh, uh, her brother had a rough time driving through that parking lot and, and finding parking. I bet but, COVID uh, was hard on you because you couldn't get out any time or oh, yeah. Don couldn't get in. Uh, yeah, I couldn't go see her. Uh, yeah, we almost... He couldn't come to see me, and I couldn't get to him. Yeah. Well, we almost lost her one day there because uh, she was having a hard time breathing. It's a good thing I had a, a cell phone. I called up the guy who runs the who who ran that facility at that time, and I called him. I said, hey, you better get in there because she's having a hard time breathing. And fortunately, he was there that day, and uh, they had a, uh, a thing for breathing, so... Oxygen. Uh, yeah, I had an I oxygen. I had COVID for a few, about 10 days I had COVID. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a real survivor, I have to say. <laughs> I guess she is. She's got more lives than a cat, see? Uh, yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yes. she keeps coming back. We and, both do. Yeah, keep, keep, uh, keep coming back, and at least you've got the phone to where oh, you can talk yeah, to each John other. Yeah, got me two new phones, three new phones. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as long as the batteries hold up, uh, we're not out of communication, that's for sure. <laughs> so do they let uh, you set up to eat or anything like that, or can you use your hands to eat, or do you have to depend upon them to give you a meal? I or have to depend on them to, to feed me. Oh. And that's why I'm hoping for this hand to get better. Yeah, I yeah. got her a tray at least so that, uh, you know, she can uh, put the food on the tray at, at least uh, that she's not eating. And so, uh... But it's really hard because this hand, I, I can't braille write or can't read with... I got a birthday card with Braille on it. Couldn't read it because my hand is twisted. Hmm. 
Yeah, you don't know of any place that we could uh, possibly get a Braille writer for her. Well, Perkins Braille, or I'm looking for one. Perkins Braille writer. No, but we'll be on the lookout. Yeah, I appreciate it. So yeah, I used to know somebody that had a one-handed one, I, so that you could use one with one hand because he had could only use one hand, and and he's passed away. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they did with this prayer writer. Oh yeah, yeah, she had one, but uh, her brother, who uh, took over power of attorney, uh, he. Uh, he got rid of just about everything she owned. I don't know what. He got rid of, he got rid of everything I owned. Either I he's got it someplace it. or or they trashed it. One of the two. He got rid of my computer and my braille writer. See what I said about Everything I owned was trash. <laughs> yeah. I might tell you the guy was a real prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does but, make uh, it kind of bad when... Um, just because, you know, this always bugged me working at Social Security. Just because somebody's sick or they're incapacitated doesn't mean that people have to take over their affairs and be their power of attorney and sell their stuff and do that kind of stuff. But, Bill, you know, you can't believe how 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 often it happens. Mike would probably tell you the same thing. I tell you, um, Mike, I mean, Jeff, I've seen it happen a million times. Jeff, Bill, see more than all of us, I'm sure. I, I was going to say, working where you work, Bill, I'm sure I, you've I've seen it more seen than your share of I've seen it more than the share. And all in the name of family, I am truly sorry, but, you know. I, I agree with you, Bill. I, I think some of your best friends or people that care about you the most aren't necessarily family members. Right. Blood related. Right. I, I believe that. Well, and how do you... Seems like we have a lot of friends that we've paid for over the years. How do you find people that are really your friends that don't aren't doing it because you pay them? Or It's hard to find people that just do something because they like you. I'll, I'll take care of your finances, Jennifer. Just, uh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean anything, something simple. No, I'm, just, I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding around everything. with you, Jennifer. But no, it, it's it, it's very hard because uh, you know it really you is. See, when I was growing up, people did nice things for people just because they wanted to. But you're right; it is hard to distinguish the difference. But anymore, you don't feel like if you don't pay them then a lot of times they just won't do it. So you have to be... We've got a guy coming over in a little while who's going to check our while well, we're gone and do this and do that. You know, it's just understood. This is what you do. Now, the neighbor I met through is going to come at a recommendation. He's going to come and pick up the mail. And he said, I wouldn't think of charging you anything. That's what we try to do in this. For all our neighbors, We everybody looks out for each other. And I'll be willing to do that, too. I would have done it anyway. But, you know, you're right. But I'm just telling you that just because somebody's incapacitated doesn't mean, mean you have to sell all their stuff. And then she's not going to get you. I don't know what I do. 
Yeah. I don't know what I'd do without Don. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah she'd sure be, uh, be in, in bad shape. Fortunately, her, her older brother, he's the one that drove us over to the place the other day. Uh, you know, he's the good brother, but, you know, he was he had power of attorney for a while, but then his health started to fail on him. So he had to turn it over to the younger one, and that's where we ran into, uh, you know, they ran into problems. That younger one. Now, that is one good thing. Social Security does not recognize power of attorney. Thank goodness, because they can do a lot in the power of attorney. They have, someone has to apply to become your representative payee. In other words, there has to be an accounting, and you know how well that could be or not be, but... Still, uh, making someone your POA can. So I urge anybody, as long as you can, keep your mind as best you can and manage your affairs the best you can. And don't let somebody tell you because you're blind, you can't do it. Yeah, Sandy's pretty capable, you know, if you're given the chance. Right. That's right. And right. I- my so-called sister-in-law is. She's never liked me. She's always been against. Yeah, she's she uh, the wicked witch of the West. Uh. <laughs> she turned her husband against me. I'll I'll turn Nugs the dog on her if she doesn't straighten up. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sandy, are you from California originally? Sandy, are you from California originally? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Southern California. Ah, very good. There's a nice lady who writes in my show. She's from Southern California. Her name is Paige, and she's a nice lady who calls in and writes in. But I say, yeah, yeah. yeah. If she's the one I think she is, she's uh, she's in ham radio. If she's the one I think, is she? Uh, I haven't heard her, but I've heard about her. I'm very restudying to get my ham license. Are you a ham radio operator, Don? Uh, yeah, kind of on and off. I haven't done too much of it in recent years, but I used to teach it at uh, the Braille Institute for about 20 years. I've been a ham radio operator since 1971, so I'm very welcome to the club. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I guess yeah, I got my first license in 91 uh, for ham radio. That was back uh, when we okay, had to well, do the code. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'm Don, sorry, you I, and Sa- I said, Don, you and Sandy take care. Okay, and well, keep his posted you, if I you don't know what I'd do without Don. He's been a lifesaver. <laughs> well, well, I don't as know long what I'd do without keep the Sandy phones either. And batteries, so, yeah. Those double. All right, yeah. thank you, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, Don, in just a couple of minutes, are we doing a recipe? Yeah, now? Chris. Let's get the recipe, Chris. If she can, I okay. know. Okay. This is for Crock-Pot Chicken. You're going to use one package of that instant onion soup mix, um, often made by French's. Two cans of whatever kind of cream soup you want. You can use chicken or a mushroom or a combo. One cup of chicken broth or milk. And six to eight pieces of skinless, boneless chicken, which you can cut up if you want to but you don't have to and you let's see you're going to spray the slow cooker with non-stick spray 
In large bowl, you're going to mix your soups and your broth and your onion soup mix all together. And then you're going to put the chicken pieces in the crock pot and pour the soup mixture over that. Cook on low six to eight hours or high three to four. If you're using beef-flavored onion soup mix, they suggest you use beef broth instead of chicken. And you can serve it over chicken, I mean over noodles or rice. And they say if you use rice, to use long grain, not minute, and stir it in about an hour before your crock pot stuff is actually supposed to be done. And they say that if you do that, it will suck up most of the liquid. So if you want more liquid, you might want to add an extra can of soup and an extra half a cup of broth or milk or whatever you use. It's good and quick and, well, not quick because it's slow cooker, but it, you don't have to do much to it. Just let it go. Well, you read my mind. I almost said, where's Chris's chicken recipe? And you read my mind. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, that really does sound good. We eat a lot of chicken around here. They do eat a lot of chicken. They cook it in the pressure cooker a lot, though. Don't you, Chris? We do. We make it in the pressure cooker or we make it in the air fryer. Today right. we're going to be using all three air fryers, but not for chicken. And by the way, if anybody cannot find the Amazon oven, they came out with an Amazon 2 oven. So that's why I couldn't find it, but I found it. I don't think it's that much different than the first microwave baking broil oven that they came out with for $250 that bakes and does all that kind of stuff, and they give you a free, um, what do they give you, a, an Alexa with it or a dot, a free dot? So keep do, that they, in do, they mind. Still, so, do they still give you the free braille overlay, overlay if you want it? They used to do that. I, I yeah, but that, that Jenny, Jenny said that's almost useless. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, because the way they use funny little symbols and things you can't tell. Like so many times with that oven, you have to hit the start button. Like if you tell it to preheat, when you open, every time you open the oven, it stops. So then you have to hit the start button to get it to go, and you can never, the way they did the overlay, you can't determine where it is. That would not be a Chris overlay. No, but that's a good thing to have. Right. A lot of people would use that. It's 99 cents for it, so you really can't complain. But, well, but it's not really designed for you to hit the buttons because it's hard for a sighted person to hit the buttons on there to work. Yeah. But, but fortunately, it has voice commands, so as long as you have a dot nearby, you can do it. Right. You can say start. Except you for can, if you, you can. heat it and open the oven up, you can't tell it to restart it. You'd have to tell it to bake all over again. I guess if you did it soon enough, it would know that it preheated and... Oh, it doesn't have a continue command or something? I... No, not on the device itself. No. So what I did, what I usually do is I just add 
five minutes or so to the time I want it to bake to allow it for it to heat up. Yeah, but it works. It works. It it does work. So it is. It's an option. It's one of those options, and we like to give options. Well, I think we ran out of options, though. I think if we ran out of time, so it's time for Radio Ten. And he'll bring you the best in music and requests for the next two hours. So, Tim, if you're not having any technical problems, here you go. Have a good week, everyone. Have a great week.